You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. New episodes every Monday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. The return we have all been waiting for is finally here. UFC's most notorious icon is stepping back into the octagon this Saturday. Be sure to check out DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the UFC, for a shot to turn $1 into $257. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN when you sign up to turn $1 into $257 if McGregor wins by first-round knockout. Place your bet and watch the fist fly this weekend. That's code THPN for new players to get $257 if McGregor wins by first round knockout. For a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. DraftKings also has fantasy options, so check them out. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pittsburgh only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. For all you outside those states, download the DraftKings app now and use promo code THPN to get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes throughout the weekend. That's promo code THPN to get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes only at DraftKings. Minimum deposit, $5. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Hello, 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 ladies and gents, boys and girls, welcome to Tales with TR, a hockey podcast. I'm TR, Terry Ryan, hope you're all doing well. And uh, good news, I, well, I don't know how good the news is, but I'll, I'll be doing a, a podcast a week. Now, I, I, for those who I guess, I guess if you're tuning in, that's good news. <laughs> um. I don't know that I would be, but whatever, whatever turns your crank, you know. Um, so where do I start? Um, yeah, so uh, I got some more time on my hands now. I hope everybody is uh, having a decent new year, by the way. I don't want to get political, but I mean. Uh, good luck in the United States. A lot of people are happy. A lot of people are pissed off. Doesn't seem to be much of an in-between at the moment. And without getting into the politics of it, uh, our hearts are with you. I I um, graduated high school in Kennewick, Washington, Kamiakan, with my great billets, Mark and Nancy Eby, in in Kennewick, Tri Cities, where I played juniors, Kennewick, Richland, and Pasco. For those that didn't know, and I had a great time there, 
but you know, the whole time I was down there, I never even remember bringing up politics at all, really, other than the obvious, like if someone, something huge was going on or, you know, if it was Independence Day, or, I mean, I had to take it. It's the only hard part of the American school system that I found. I, I, I'm not trying to be ignorant. It, yeah, I, I, it must change. I mean, each state must have different systems in place, I suppose. I don't know how that works. Uh, but I went Washington State, and I got to be honest, grade 12 was a lot like grade 10 here. Most of the subjects, it was pretty easy, except I had to take Amer American government, and, and I had to learn the Constitution and American history. And they'd been taking that at the particular time since like grade seven or eight. And they had to, you know, like learn the Constitution and the amendments and stuff. I found that tough because you were assumed in the questions they would ask you, they being, I don't know, each teacher that I had. Um, and I remember my, again, this doesn't speak for everybody. I love my American friends. Some are very educated, but my, it was American government, American history. And he also taught us geography. And I remember him saying, commenting on, that I spoke English well. And when I said Newfoundland, I, I think he thought it was like New Finland, like a new part of Finland. In any case, like he had no idea that we spoke English. So I, I just kind of went with it, to be honest. <clears throat> Mr. Flesher, that was his name. I think, I think. Uh, usually a lot of the old Tri-Cities guys, some of them listen to this podcast. If I'm wrong, let me know. I think I'm right. Um, but in any case, yeah, like I've, I found it tough to learn the government stuff. But uh, as far as, I'm, you know, I, I don't know what to compare it to, Canadian versus U.S., whatever I just found in that particular, the, the, the system that I was involved in. You know what I mean? Like we were doing books. I remember doing books like that we'd done here in grade eight in Newfoundland alone in BC. I went to grade 10 and 11 in BC in Cornell. And that was largely different. I remember going to Cornell. Not that anybody asked. Here I'm, I'm starting this podcast. Um, totally unplanned again. I'm digressing. But uh, I don't know what the point was. I was going to launch right into hockey. But anyway, you might as well hear it. So yeah, when I went out in Newfoundland, we had a pretty strict system. Like and it was a good, like, I, I think, and at the time that I left would have been 1991-92, and I was 14, and I, that, that used to really piss me off because people, we had this, it's starting to change, but it was almost like now it's, you know, Newfoundlanders have a stereotype to, to have a lot of fun, I guess, but at the time it was almost stupid. It was like like the Polish jokes. I never really liked those either, but, you know, we'd tell, we'd tell our jokes to each other. There's a difference between laughing you know, with us and, and kind of at us. And some of those newfie jokes used to go over the line in my mind. But, but anyway, you know, because especially when we have a, we have a, like the school system here is great. It's, and at the time, I mean, when I show pictures of up, up until grade seven, I went to St. Bonds. We had our own rink in there and we had to wear a suit and tie. And when I show that, people think that I was in like this paid Catholic school. No, that wasn't the case. A lot of schools had, uh, you had to wear a uniform. And then in grade seven, eight, nine, I went into Mary Queen of the World in Mount Pearl. And we didn't have a uniform, but, you know, you couldn't wear jeans, for example. That was, I think you could every like second Friday or something. It was like a treat. Couldn't you chew gum in class. You couldn't wear a hat. None of that shit. And then I went out to Quinnell and I was just blown away. I couldn't believe it. We went to QSS and my buddy Chris Wood, 
Chris Woods. Woody was, uh, as you can imagine, Woody was his nickname. <laughs> um, so I remember in Chad sales and a few of the boys, like, you know, playing on the millionaires with me or the, or the midget team. I played a bit of midget too. Um, and they were like, not only did they have their jeans on and their hats backwards, they were chewing. They were like chewing Copenhagen during class and like spitting it on the carpet on the floor and just rubbing it in with their foot. I couldn't fucking believe it. And everybody was cool with that. And I remember going like the first thing I remember, like, what the fuck? Like there's girls in here. And, I, you know, I, I haven't really, well, I, I got laid that year for the first time that season. So like, you know, I, I haven't, before and after I was like, you know, I'm not going to spit and chew on the front. And not only that, it just seemed really ignorant, but over now it's all different. I'm not saying that they were, we get people. I'm, I'm, I think the teacher would have got pissed if they saw you doing that. It was kind of accepted though. You could chew in class. I, I just found it crazy. I, I, I really did coming from this system over here. I mean, put it this way. My first few years in St. Bonds, there was still people getting the strap. I mean, it was too far the other way, but, but that's true. And people laugh. No, man, like the principal had a strap. I don't remember anybody getting on the ass, like the bare ass, like way old school, like you hear about in the 50s and 60s. But we put like our hand out. I, I never got it. I, I went in to get it and, and and I never got the strap. It was grade one. I mean, what could I have done? Possibly. Um, but But I remember it being a thing and they were talking about it. I won't mention names, but a lot of shady shit went down with a lot of those priests in and around the area at the time. Look up Mount Cashel. Now that was sexual and everything. And it was started the start of that worldwide. Yeah. That's whatever the movie was in the United States. Actually, you know what? I had to look that up. Spotlight. So the movie spotlight came out when 2015. Okay. And that was, um, yeah, so it's out of Boston, and it was about the child molestation of the uh, the Catholic Church. A lot of the um, head honcho, well, you know, a, a priest, a father, like it, it was mostly, I believe, people with authority like that. At least here it was, um, and in, okay, in Boston it was as well. The priests, because people say the Catholic Church, but I mean, what is the Catholic Church? Um, Really, it wasn't like accountants were doing it. It was it was um, priests. So anyway, the movie, I, I believe it was up for best picture if it didn't get it. And um, yeah, it did best picture. But the, like right previous to that, it, it, the, the kind of doors blew open here in Newfoundland. There's a place called Mount Cashel. And there's a there's a movie called The Boys of St. Vincent. I think they sub in the name St. Vincent as Mount Cashel, I believe. Um, the, again, I, I saw that years ago and I'm, I'm assuming, but I, that that's pretty much, you know, it was based on that. It, it's, it's all an ugly scene. It's an ugly scene. Um, but yeah. And you know what? I always used to, I, I couldn't in grade two, we had to go to confession and I used to be like, why am I going? I, I could never understand it. Even then, even then, like I had the whatever is in me, like to question things, to question authority. And it was in me then. I, re I remember being really independent thinking at the time. I remember looking at my school, man, again, it's like grade two or three, you go to confession for the first time, which for those that don't know, you go in the confessional booth, bless me, father, for I have sinned. And then yada, 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 you launch into your sins. And he tells you at the end, no joke. He tells you like, like at least the way it was in my school, 
he wouldn't say like go out and try to be a better person and don't worry about that terror. I mean, he might he might say something like that, but it would be like okay, go say ten our fathers and six hail marys and you'll be good. Like I'm not kidding. So like it was like a math problem. Like if I say they are with you know the our father and the hail mary or poems or verses or prayers, whatever you yeah prayers. Like, yes, Jesus. Um. Anyway, I just find it all so stupid. But um, and even then, I was like so. And I remember, I think I mentioned in my first book, but, you know, being really worried. I took my buddy's G.I. Joe and I didn't really steal it, but I was like, yeah, we traded. And I, you know, I didn't give it back for like a couple of weeks. I had my way with his G.I. Joe came into my toy box and, you know, it was making the rounds with the He-Man and, oh God, I had this Alf. Anyway, whatever was big in the 80s. So, my I, and I lived in Mount Pearl, so I would go to school in St. Bonds, which is 15 minutes away in St. John's. And we'd often make trades. It usually was hockey cards, but sometimes it was figures. Anyway, I had this G.I. Joe for an extra long period of time. And I was all nervous because I had to go in the confessional and, and, and confess to this brother. who was, It, was, it might have been a night. They call them brothers, priests, fathers, whatever. It was the Christian brothers here was under the association, right, who were mostly great, mostly unbelievable and the great things for Newfoundland. But some of the priests were sucking kids off and, and doing whatever impression them it's a bad bad thing and so I, I, that's why i find it all so bizarre why can't we just do unto others as you want done unto you there you go boom it's done all you need is love like the beatles said two of those things two of those things i think should be everyone's religion do unto others as you want done unto you and all you need is love now what else do you need uh but anyway yeah so I remember that coming out of it and him going, well, you know what? You'll be all right. So whatever it was, say 10 our fathers and a few Hail Marys and you'll be all right. I'm going, what? And then like, I, I was astounded going over in the lunchroom and trying to get my Hail Marys in before the boys got in. It was an all guys school too. It was an all girls school. Mercy that was right next to us. We had, uh, everybody had to wear uniforms. And this was, it wasn't just our school. Not every school in St. John's and Mount Pearl or Newfoundland were like that, but they were denominational. Like we were separated by religion. I mean, that yeah, Newfoundland is a, I mean, it old school. A lot of it goes back to our roots. Most of our ancestry comes from Scotland, Ireland, England. But anyway, um, it's interesting, if nothing else. I really do find it interesting. I loved going to St. Bonds. I loved everything about it. I love having, we had our own rink. I mean, no wonder we were good hockey players. John Slaney, the guy I told people about, 1991 went the first round before me kind of paved like blew the doors open if, if, if he didn't start it um you know because there was players in the 70s but no virtually nobody in the 80s other than the odd player that played professionally but <clears throat> john blew the doors open by going ninth overall in 1991 and uh john the same thing he, he played for the celtics like we had our own rink, right? Across, we, we had St. Pons and then across the street was St. Pat's. They were blue and gold. We were, uh, or sorry, we were blue and gold. They were green and gold. So we had the uniforms. We had our like green and gold tie or blue and gold tie. They had their green and gold. And you'd play against each other. And then by high school, you all played on the one team, the Celtics, uh, the, the, the Brother Rice Celtics. Um, Holy Cross was in the system. There was a few schools. But anyway, it was, a, it was an unbelievable, great memories, great. I'm just saying the religion side of it, I think, you know, because there was people, man. Like I remember my going back for lunch at some of the boys' houses, and their parents were like really into it, and like had rosary beads, and like you know, like wouldn't take the Lord, Lord's name in vain, and everything. Or you know, just don't have sex before marriage. And they, 
I'm not saying these are great things, but come on. You're going to tell me I can't get into heaven? And then it was all based on fear. I was like, what? So I just couldn't understand it. I, I People were like, why are you? I'm like, or they'd be like, why are you worried about it? I'm like, well, if you don't think about it, then you're just giving yourself to this belief without being fair to yourself. Like, you know, so you're telling me that if I have sex, a little young for it, whatever, whatever my question might have been, or or if I take the Lord's name in vain and I don't go to confession, then I'm going to burn in, in hell for eternity. I was like, that just doesn't make sense. And like, whatever God this is, you think he's sitting behind, like he's in a robe, like we all look at him and he's like got a beard and he's sitting behind a desk judging. And if I just close my eyes now, I can pray to him. Like, I, it just didn't, none of it made any sense to me. What made sense was be a good person. Okay, that makes sense, right? How about this? Um, Johnny, like, I'm not going to uh, bully you because it's a shitty thing to do. Not because Jesus is going to judge me at the pearly gates or Peter. Which one is at the pearly gates? Peter's at the gates. Jesus is the son. God, you know, whatever. And it's probably, I'm not saying that I don't believe in something. I mean, if, you, if you're not spiritual to some degree, I meditate. I'm more in the, I'm not saying I believe in like Buddha or whatever it is. I don't really even know. But I know that in Buddhism, they kind of believe that everything's connected. Be, be good to the universe and it'll give, give, give back good vibes. Again, it really all goes down to the same thing. But all you need is love. Do unto others as you want done unto yourself. Do good deeds. Uh, I think that's as much religion as, as we need. Uh, but But who knows? And how did I get here? How the fuck did I get here? Hockey. Uh, I'm excited, man. I'm excited it's back. Um, I'm liking watching. I mean, most fans around here, okay, are Leafs. Leafs are Habs when it comes to Canadian teams. We do have a few Boston and Detroit, especially. It's a lot of its original six. Again, Newfoundland going way, way, way back. Um, uh, just as far as provinces go, we're new on the Canadian scene, 1949. But, you know, we, 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 we were watching hockey before that. It was just like everywhere else. And hockey was always a big part of uh, our lives here. I just mentioned St. Bonds. Well, the the rink that we would play at is what the one of the oldest rinks in North America, and they hosted the Herder. They're, I still play for the Herder. I, I post all these pics on Instagram and stuff. The Newfoundland Championship. Oh man, it sells out every year. It's a, it's the buzz of the town when it goes on for or the province for two or three weeks, uh, four out of seven. Uh, it's got a great history. Well, you know that started at St. Bonds. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's just most fans here, original six, uh, but especially since Ryder and uh, Michael Ryder and Danny Cleary for Boston and Detroit respectively in the 2000s won the Stanley Cup. I, I don't think any player had done it. Actually, I'm pretty sure they didn't. Um, now we have Derek Clancy also got one as a scout with Pittsburgh. All this came within the last 15 years, but um, so there's a lot more of those fans. And, and you know, we've had... You know, we're from Luke Adam with Buffalo. Teddy Purcell has played for a few different teams, most famously with Tampa, and then he played at Edmonton with with, with McDavid. L.A. Uh, Teddy, uh, you know, we've had Alex Newhook now uh, with the Colorado Avalanche. Dawson Mercer both played for Team Canada. Dawson's drafted by New Jersey. So when that when those sorts of things happen, a lot of people jump on board. I just mean if if you were to happen to go to the Legion or, or go for a game of darts or, or you know go down town in a pub the chances are there's going to be leaps or habs fans so i really like what i saw to both teams but the, but the thing is 
when I say I like what I see out of Toronto, it's just that I find them entertaining, but I don't think they're any more close to winning it. I, I don't. They're, they're really inconsistent. One of those periods against Ottawa, I think they had like three or four shots when they needed to win the game. They were, I think it was the first game against Ottawa that they lost. And again, Ottawa's coming into it. In my mind, any win that Ottawa get is a bonus. The only thing I could guarantee you about the Canadian division, or, or at least oh, I can't guarantee you shit, not in today's day and age of hockey and sports or whatever. But the only thing I'm saying I would have bet on, if, if I was to look at that field, I could tell you that, you know, being the Canadian division, uh, as a betting man, I would think Toronto should finish first or second. They, they should. I'm, I'm, I'm betting that they're going to be there and Ottawa on the bottom. And with all the other teams in Vancouver coming on and Calgary coming off a decent year, but I think they might be the odd guy out, one of them. Edmonton with, you know, McDavid, Drysdale alone. And, and then, you know, they're improving. Um, and they got some reasons that I think they're going to be a lot better, effectively on, on, on D, um, essentially on D. Uh, and you got Montreal, Toronto, fuck, Ottawa, Winnipeg. So, like, I'm just thinking Ottawa being a rebuilding team, and there's no expectation, really. I, I'm just thinking any win they get is a bonus, but they're going to work hard for it. And DJ Smith got them going. Shout out to Josh Norris, too. Dwayne Norris's kid, uh, good Newfoundlander. Um, and a good hockey family right there. One of the best hockey families ever from Newfoundland, the Norris family. Look it up. Um, and uh, fans of, of mine and, and the show, remember I played in Fredericton. Well, when I uh, played against St. John's th those years, there was uh, Dwayne's brother, Warren, was playing. Warren was a great professional player, mostly in Europe, but he did play a little bit in the AHL. Um, Could have got a bit more of a chance, if you ask me. Um, but, uh, yeah, anyway, so Josh broke through, he's playing with Ottawa and he's, he looks pretty good. He'd be, you know, <clears throat> rookie 19, I think 20, but great player. We expect good things, but anyway, I, you know, so I, I just don't expect Ottawa to be, and, and, you know, Toronto beat them and it was great. The, the next game, I think for them three to two, the big line played unreal, but I, I don't know. I, I mean, it's Ottawa. I know there's a lot of parody, but I, I, I don't know the, the, the Leafs. I think, again, some spurts look great. I just love watching Mariners play. I, I just love it. Tavares, they're all, they're all great. Matthews slinging that puck. Matthews as well, almost. But I think my favorite player to watch is Mariner. It's like always something. Uh, he's just really, really creative. Uh, Matthews not far off, I'm saying now in my personal opinion, watching. But I love watching Patrick Kane. Um, I mean, who doesn't like watching, you know, Edmonton on a power play for that reason? Or there, there's just certain players around. But to, to be honest, Marner, I think, is, is my favorite right now to watch. He's a real creative player. Um, Edmonton, again, I, I don't know, right? They're either real good or real bad. And uh, yeah, the, McDavid and, and Cumbin Drezettel, I think they're playing with Nugent Hopkins now, but they look phenomenal one game and they were not even existent the other. Although I don't really worry about McDavid. But, uh, but talking the Canadian division now, I watched all the games and uh, I mean, I could sit here and observe all day. I'm just thinking about the Canadian division. And yeah, I mean, it's early, right? It's early. I'm just saying a lot of fans of this show listen to Toronto and Montreal or, 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 or behind Toronto and Montreal. Uh, Romanoff for, for Montreal. I thought he looked good. The rookie. Um, a lot of people disagree, but I mean, I, man, like you, 
it's getting to the point that people dissect every move. If you look at Twitter and, and I guess it depends who you follow, right? Maybe I'm following some of the wrong people, but actually I know I am, but it, it, I just have social media open and people jump all over these. Like, you know, it's one play. If there's one thing that I enjoyed about the, the recent past before the social media stuff really went crazy. Um, and I even mean like, not, not like the seventies, like whatever, two thousands, just like the foot's always on the gas. Now, like people go out and have a bad shit. Like, you know, I, I used to go out, I'm not saying it wasn't on my mind as a player, but at least being judged, I used to think it was per game. Like I go out in the first period and if I had a bad, like couple of ships, I go, okay, like I got to make those back next time. And by the end of the game, I would hope I'd have more good ships than bad. And I could say that was a good game or a productive game, or at least I learned from it game. Uh, but Jesus Christ, now people are in your face and they're calling for people's heads and trades. Now I know Twitter's just poison, right? And it's only going to be, you know, those voices are going to be the loudest. Most people are chilling out, but like me, I just spend less time on it. I'm just, if you've noticed, I, I'm way, I'm on Twitter barely at all. I, I promote my, the bar I work at, at TJ's pub and I, uh, you know, my book fights film folklore. If you want to get that, by the way, shoot me a note, Terry Ryan, 2020 at gmail.com. If you want to get one, I'll personalize it for you. Um, or, uh, you know, this podcast, you know, I do Instagram people, Instagram to me, I don't have to watch anybody else's bullshit. If I don't want, it's my friends, whatever I can see the pictures update me. There's, I, I know there, there's a lot of negatives with Instagram as well. I mean, Jesus, people battling for likes and all that. I'm just saying, as far as me, I like to put the vibes out there. And sometimes I don't care. I don't even check it. I just put it out there. You'll see the odd picture of me or video of me and my daughter singing. I'm sure you've seen those or whatever we're going to do. She loves doing that. She loves planning them and directing our little videos. I'll do that. I usually put out a, you know, a promo for my book or, or the bar or whatever it might be. Then I'll get little updates on the ice or whatever. Cause I know people following along. I know that a lot of them comment on that or they'll, you know, most it's mostly to do with this podcast, to be honest. I, I wouldn't just be doing it for no reason, but um, I, I like that little world. And I find I go on Twitter and, and, and see people just dissecting or shitting all over Austin Matthews. He should have more right now. No, or after he scored that goal the other night. Great, great job by Joe Thornton, by the way. I'm a big fan of Joe Thornton. I hope he does well. I picked up in my hockey pool way ahead of where I should, but I did. Anyway, he makes a nice pass out to Marner, dished it off to Matthews. Boom, goal, right? And Matthews was playing well. He had, he had, you know, some real creative in tight chances. He just wasn't getting lucky. And then Twitter explodes with like about time and shit like that. Guys, girls, relax. For fuck's sakes, man. It's just really, it, it, it's noise. It's a headache. Watch, just relax. Watch the kids play. And if they need another year, Leafs fans, they need another year, whatever. I'm, I'm kind of sick of all of it. I mean, there are just, I mean, well, you mean, it, you, the whole premise, I mean, you, you want to watch, and as a fan, you want to be able to talk about it. I mean, that's why I have this show. That's why people listen. You know, you have opinions. I'm not, I mean, that's healthy. God, I love it. I, lo I listen to all of it, man. All day long, I'm going, I just listened to Max Kellerman and Stephen A. Smith on first take. Um, um, you know, out for a walk this afternoon. Usually I have overdrive. So I got Hockey Central. Um, Bill Burr. Uh, I listen to Joe Rogan. 
Honestly, and I love that about today, you can educate yourself. You know, all this information I'm taking in daily is more than I, some weeks at school. It's just crazy. But, but you know, point being just all these apps and social media options and links and websites, man, we're open to so much information and knowledge. Uh, just use it wisely and, and relax. Um, you know, relax. People last year, the same thing all over Jack Hughes after like two games. I don't know how many points Jack Hughes got, but I've watched a New Jersey game. I'd like to see what Dawson Mercer is going to get himself involved with and who his teammates are going to be next year or the year after. I watch these games. Now I like to get myself familiar. And uh, man, I thought Hughes is playing great. I don't know if he has any points. I really don't. I just watched him make two rushes end to end. He wasn't successful on either, but, um, you know, he's going to be a good player. Uh, anyway, maybe it's just that, and I know I can be cynical at times of, of lots of things, but I don't know. I'm just kind of sick of it. I'm just kind of sick of it. Um, and uh, <laughs> I got to mention this. So yesterday, I'm really intrigued by, I, I'm not a huge football fan. I don't even bet on it much. Here and there I do. But, um, I, you know, I list, like I said, I listen to, first, if you listen to the sports shows, especially the, the ones in the States, pardon the interruption or, or first take or any of those ESPN, you're, you know, you, you, you can't not educate yourself a little bit. So I, I know what's going on. I know the storylines in the NFL. I'm more into basketball lately than ever, by the way, um, since the reps, you know, what an inspiration they were when they won it. I mean, I was always into basketball a little bit. I knew the legends, but now I really pay attention. Um, Interested to see what Harden and uh, the Nets are going to do. I can't believe that shit. That's one thing I don't like about it, though. You can just be selfish and say whatever you want. What Harden did, I got to get out. They give you like $43 million a year. It's embarrassing, but the Nets looked unbelievable. Now, outside of that, what was I going to say? Oh, the football. So now I don't have cable because I'm, I'm, I'm when I'm home, I'm either I, I got now I got my PlayStation. I got the Internet, right? Because that'll give me YouTube uh, and so if I want to catch up with the news, like I get home, I can watch CBC News, Newfoundland, and I can watch um, NTV that streams right on there. So I got those channels just with the Internet. Um, if I want any, any of the news channels to catch up with. Uh, and again, I'm going to get too political, but I take them all in. So I'll have like Fox, CNN, NBC, BBC, um, not the fringe ones. And, and Fox is should kind of be fringe but i watch it to see the republican side of things um when i say fringe i mean like this one news america and or, or oan and shit like that there, there's some real fringe ones i don't watch those but um you know bbc yeah fox nbc cnn cbc whatever it is and i go down the you know because i'm doing i'm usually preparing a podcast or I'm, I'm selling books whatever i'm doing so i got that on in the background if i don't have a podcast on so um and like I said, and I got Crave and Netflix. And beyond that, if I want to get a new movie, I'll buy one. If I, this is a sports event I really want to watch, I'll either rent it or my parents live within a kilometer down the road. My ex, Danielle, and, and Penny Lane. Well, Penny Lane's back and forth, but, you know, they're a kilometer up the road. So, and, and TJ's has like seven TVs and satellite. So I can see... If I want to watch a game, I can, but I'm often here at night and I'm, it'll, the situation, even the Canada games, they, they uh, streamed on YouTube on uh, the world junior. 
So I'm just like, you know, I don't really need cable for the for the price. You can watch everything anyway, just a little bit. Uh, or anyway, I'm I'm rambling. But so last night I wanted to um, listen to. I wanted to watch the Tampa Bay game. I'm intrigued. Tom Brady. I mean, I'd say what you want about the guy. It's it's just amazing. I, it's just amazing uh, what he's doing. Um, but I mean, it's it's Breeze, and I can go there. Drew Breeze, I love as well as far as knowing, you know, a, a, a peripheral football fan. I'm a bit. I'm a fan of Drew Breeze. I can't say big fan. I guess I've become a little bit of a fan of of Tom Brady. I, I really do. I mean, he can just do it. The longevity, the the smarts. I mean, the the plays. I mean, he's deciding these plays. There's got to be a reason. Again, if there was a six team league, it wouldn't intrigue me as much. And I hate to say it, but it, I love Gordy Howe and Rocket Richard and all that, but in, in say in the six team um, NHL, but it's not surprising to me their legacy because there was only six teams. So if you catch fire, or if you're on a good team, or even if you're not, even if you you know have an unbelievable year and you lead your team to victory, there's only six teams again. So the odds go up. You might have the other. You might be in last place play the first place team but they got i don't know covid or six injuries and you play your best game whatever there's just you know there's only six teams but if there's over 30 teams what's the nfl got now 32 the nhl got 32 and brady's got six and then again he switches teams now i know he joined a pretty good team and uh, the patriots didn't leave much around but you know the patriots stunk and he's Again, now he's in the top four in the league again. <clears throat> Something got to be said, man. It's just what an athlete. Um, and I know I just alienated half this fan base because they're going to be pissed off. I said that, but I don't know, man. I'm, I'm not even the biggest fan uh, for a lot of reasons. I won't get into. Uh, uh, um, actually, that that's it's a lie. I got no reason not to be, if let's just say Brady was doing his thing. I just was never really like a new England fan or even a football fan. And Brady, I seemed like a little bit cocky at times, but he's worn on me. And the fact that he keeps doing it and wanting to play, and he certainly doesn't need the money. And I think because he's married to that Giselle, is it that supermodel? Maybe people just, maybe people are just jealous. I mean, I know some, he's a great looking guy. I mean, he's 43, but he, he looks 32. I mean, I know it wasn't all him, but he didn't make mistakes. It's a big game. Any case, in any case, fuck do I ramble. Fuck. Anyway, so I turn it on, and I realize there's, no, there's nowhere I'm streaming it. It's halfway through. So I'm like, I'm not going to buy it now. If there's even an avenue to do that at this point, I was home. I was getting ready to play PlayStation online golf with my buddies. So I said, oh, perfect. I'll sit, I'll sit it on there and I'll put the game on my computer. So I'm, I'm getting ready to play with the boys. And these guys, like, you know, the guys that like they have a YouTube site and, and it says that it's a live stream of the game, but it's not, it's, it's the, the radio or, or, you know, they got it on in the background but they're commentating. I mean, if you talk social media and you talk YouTube and whatever you're going to do, the age of the internet and everybody's a star. And sometimes it's funny, but it really, it's, 
you see that impact. Like everybody really does think they're a star. Like in in this day and age, that like Chris Rock says, like he's got a thing on bullying. He's like, you know, you but bullying keeps you in check. Yeah, so, so you know, some kids need bullies, and I, you know, I know in the true sense, there's people out there now that are going to sensitive and going to get upset that I said that. I think to a degree, at least, you know, bullies might be a. Um, in my life, I certainly, I, I mean, I use them to my advantage and it might be a harsh word, but just checks and balances. Cause like people point is I'm watching this YouTube and this dude's there and he's got his headphones on. Right. And he's, and he's got the football field layout and he's got, here they are now they're on the second down and, and uh, second down and 10 and he's talking and the game, he's, he's clearly watching his TV, but he doesn't have that on cause it's copyright. And he's saying every time music comes down, he's turning it off, but he, 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 he and he said, well, it's copyright. I can't have the music on. They'll turn it back up again. So you can hear the commentators in the back. But A, he's commentating as well. So you're like, you know, if you're going to do this, if you want me to listen, buddy, shut the fuck up. Because I'm listening to the actual commentators from the NFL broadcast in the background on your thing. So let's let you. But he's got to do it. Oh, and, and, and he's so awful. And no, you don't know what I'm talking about. So I'm just giving you an example because there's all kinds of these guys. And a lot of them are poters, posers or, and girls. Um. But, you know, and they're on there and they really think that they're good. Like this guy thought that, you know, he's got a career in broadcasting and I'm looking at it going, you know, and not that I do. Trust me. I talk too much. I know that I ramble. If you're still listening to this, then it's a quirky. If you listen to my podcast, it's a niche thing. It's a little quirky thing. You might be entertained once in a while for some ramble that I get into and it might keep you hanging on for three episodes. And then I'll have a guest. By the way, from now on, I am going to have a guest um, uh, for, for most of them. Um, and I'll explain that after, but, you know, just expect me with a guest every Monday or Tuesday from here on in. Um, but anyway, you know, I, I don't claim to be great at it. I, I, I certainly don't. Somebody's listening, I guess. So I'm doing something right, but I still wouldn't go on there and do that and, and put on a headphone and go, now I'm going to start broadcasting NHL games that are all being already being commentated on. And the way, and this one dude is just like, oh, and, 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 and Tom Brady gets it. And, whoa, that was a good one. And, uh, you know, a real good one there. And you're like, right away, buddy, you don't got the chops. A good one, a real good one there. And he said good one like 10 times in the next five minutes. And I'm going, I ended up leaving it up. I got pissed off. It was the, 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 the stages of anger. At first, it was just acceptance. Like, this guy's actually going to get on like this. And then it was frustration and anger. And at the end, it was just like B-list comedy or B-list, B-movie uh, B comedy. You know, when you, there's a movie, uh, well, me, me and my buddy Blair Connolly growing up, we, we used to pick movies that unintentionally sucked and go and laugh. I, I remember Judge Dredd with, with uh, uh, Sly Stallone. I love Sly, but. Judge Dredd, and every time someone he got somebody and physically kicked the shit out of him, he'd say, you've been judged. And we just thought it was hilarious. Well, it was that thing. By the end of this, I mean, this guy, and because it's, you know, NFL playoffs, there's a modest number of people must have done what I did, and there was, say, 2,500 people watching, which to him is like, he's freaking out, I guess, because he's got, and he, and he thinks he's got a future because 2,500 people are watching, but whatever he's got done, it's just because the game's on. And I, it was the first link I came to. So I was like, if it was any good, maybe it'd be 20,000, right? I mean, I, I don't know. But anyway, I guess 
2,500 people watching. It's like that guy, you know, gave him the confidence. It's like that guy hung or whoever it was, Michael hung or whoever it was on an American idol. And he just got through because he sucked. And it's funny for a little bit. And then it, you just, it wears on you. You're like, okay, you know, please don't ever, please don't ever sing again in my presence. It's, it's like that. This guy was just going and he's, he was calling plays and they were horrible. And he's like, maybe, and, and I know little about football. I know little about football, but I know that you don't say they shoot, they score. I know you don't say that. You know, I've heard it in hockey. I've heard he shoots, he scores. She shoots, he scores. They shoot, they score. I've, I've heard it. But this guy dropped it. I, I mean, again, I, I only watched half the game. And he mentioned uh, he mentioned that twice. And then he's going on and on. He's talking about how he loved the game growing up and how if injuries didn't get him, that he would have played. And I'm going, okay, and again, it's similar to me. If you listen to me, you can probably listen to that bullshit too. I don't know why. Is that what I sound like? Because I'm listening to this guy going, okay but if he was somebody or maybe you know if you're an all-american in high school or some shit but he's talking about like grade six and he only drops that like 30 minutes in 30 minutes in i'm going what you were talking about grade six this whole time anyway 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 i listened to it i'm not going to mention who it is because i just trashed this guy and i really wish him all the best and i hope his confidence goes through the roof but it's a double it's a double-edged sword i wish him all the success but you know he's there and he's doing that and he thinks he has a chance because youtube you can just put it out there and it can seem official but i think that might be a problem in today's day and age is that a lot of people think you know and there's microcosms of that on instagram i mean I, I, you know, I, I feel bad. Look at me. I'm the pot calling the kettle black. I, I, I posted my like peewee stats the other day. There was a funny thing on my birthday. Back in the day, there was an article in the paper when I didn't score on my birthday. So I put that in there and I put some other stuff. So as far as like, you know, boastful stuff goes, I mean, I guess you don't have to follow me in it, but I'm not really getting at that because that happened. So people say, oh, T-Bone, you're as bad as everybody else. No, I don't mean like that. But it, I mean, there's people there um, that have like, their last 500 posts, 495 of them are just pictures of their face with some like proverb or something or like look both ways before you cross the street or something stupid that. Like, you don't care if I look both ways before the cross the street, I cross the street. What you care about is showing your face one more time because there's something in your head that needs more likes and you need to show your eyes or whatever it is. And whatever the root of that is, and maybe they think they're models. I don't know. And, and maybe these people that can go out on YouTube and just drop whatever they want. And, you know, once in a while, they hit lightning in a bottle. And now they think they can just work at ESPN. I mean, <laughs> or, or maybe it's a hobby. Maybe I'm being too cynical. Maybe this guy knows he's not going to be and it's a hobby. In any case, it's across the board. It's so watered down. Everything is watered down because of that. I would never, like, it used to be that those kind of people, you know, you, you might have some sports talk at the dinner table on Thanksgiving with your family's distant relatives or whatever it might be. You run into a guy like that. And it's decent for an afternoon. But now, uh, yeah, is it good or bad? I'm just making a comment. I'm just commentating. I'm just, I'm, I'm just commentating. I'm just commenting. I find it 
at times fascinating. Everybody can be a stir, and half of those people actually think they are. I mean, just like the podcasts. Who am I? I don't know. I know my podcast gets decent numbers sometimes. Um, it, what I think is real decent. I, I don't really know. Should I say it? Should I not? I don't know. Well, well into the tens of thousands for, for the um, some episodes. I know that. I would think by now more because it goes by downloads a lot of the time, right? You can't, if you're at home listening to the show and you're you're, you're just streaming it, using Wi-Fi, whatever. I don't even think that you can tally all those. I'm just going by what I'm told from the Hockey Podcast Network, the good people, Dylan and Isha. Um, I'm just being told that it's a lot easier when most of the numbers are accumulated through downloads anyway. But so anyway, I, I know I get a decent amount, but I mean, you know, everybody and their brother at this point has a podcast, right? And I mean, a lot are good, some suck, but it's just everybody has one. And, and that, that brings us to the next, all kinds of people asking me to do their podcast. I will. I love it. I For sure, I'll help you. Um, but I should almost have, I feel bad sometimes, right? People ask me, I look down and be like three followers. I'll be like, oh man, he's just starting this one out of his basement. Now, not that I wouldn't, I'm just saying, you know, sometimes you got to be a bit of a prick because my book's coming out now. I need to promote it. And I'm late. As you know, any any listeners of this podcast, these have been real slow. And again, it's going to change now only because some time opened up, though. But they've been slow because of a lot of factors. Most of it is time and money and work. Right. A lot of work. Now I'm getting my ducks in a row a little bit more so I can put these out there. But they've been fairly inconsistent. So. You know, if people ask me to do a podcast, and no offense to anybody, but if Mitch Melnick from uh, TSN Montreal asked me to do it, and, and, and you know, Rick Ralph from uh, TSN Winnipeg and Ken Reed from Sportsnet, you know, if these people ask me to do a podcast, I'm probably going to do it. It's just, it, it reaches the most people, and I can promote my book. And I'm not trying to be selfish when I do that, guys. I'm really not. But that's the reason a lot of you have asked me to do your podcast, and I really will. But I'm backed up now about six. And, um, you know, Joe Lazito, I know you're listening. Joe's a great guy. And uh, he's on the list coming soon. That's, by the way, I, I think it's called the Coliseum Chronicles. But look him up on Instagram. It's a lot of the old guys that, that came through, the, the meat and potato guys from the uh, New York Islanders. A lot of fighters, but it's not always. But he's got a great podcast. And he's one of my best buddies. And I, I, I haven't even done his yet. And I've been waiting two months. So, guys, I'm not trying to be ignorant at all. I'm really not. Um, and let's see how much time have I been at this? Uh, what else? What else? I don't even. Yeah. Well, I didn't even really have anything to talk about. So I'll leave you with this story. I usually tell a story or two on here. Um, so. As we speak, I went out today and I'm looking, uh, Penny Lane loves pets and I can't, I live in a small apartment. We have a, a, a cat princess. We got her a year ago, we rescued her. She was actually a princess, was left by the side of a river uh, in a bag and her little brothers and sisters, I think most of them had drowned. So she was there with a, a, another cat, it was her brother. And I wanted to take both of them, but it's not a big apartment. I don't need a big spot. I, I love it, but it's it's not big. Um, 
So I didn't want to get two cats. And then I was like, I was going to get a budgie bird, but I was like, I don't know, is that a good idea to have a cat and a budgie bird? I mean, isn't that what Sylvester and Tweety, the whole problem is there? <clears throat> um, with the Looney Tunes. And uh, I don't know. So like, then there's turtles and there's all that shit. So I went out to the pet store today and I'm looking at these, what they're called? They're called a skink, an emerald tree skink. So I'm thinking about getting a few of those. Uh, and anyway, as I'm in there, I get talking with the guy and he's really passionate about it. And I'm, I'm going to go through him. He's a local dude. And he really knows his stuff. I mean, I didn't know what a skink was. I never heard of a skink till today. Anyway, there's these certain good little lizard to have good little lizard put it that way anyway i was telling the story about um the tarantula i had so those around here who know so i was playing a red deer in 96 97 i got sent back from montreal uh to play the last part of that junior year and we had a great we had a great time uh it was Red Deer, we didn't win that year, the Memorial Cup. They won it two years later, though. But there was guys, or three years later, but there was guys on the team involved. Colby Armstrong was a 15-year-old we had call up. Uh, Justin Mapletoft, and he played a few games with us. They had, so it was the roots of the team that would end up winning the Memorial Cup. And we'd, we'd gone further that year than, than ever. So we, we ended up losing in the division, or the sorry, the Eastern Conference Final to Lethbridge in six games. Great series. Um, and they went on to win. So they beat Patrick Marlowe and Seattle. Uh, that would have been right just a few months before Patrick Marlowe's first game, and he's still going in the NHL. But um, anyway, so the coach, I used to you know, get, the, get the fans going after goals, whatever, and the coach, Rick Carrier and Doug Hobson and uh, Radar, Mike Radar Horning. Radar was our – Dave Radar Horning. Dave was our trainer, and, and you know – they knew I, I went in there for a reason, but they knew that I was a guy that would get the team going a little bit. BJ played there. Some players uh, that were around when I was in Tri-Cities were there. And, you know, just s small world, right, when you're, you're playing in a junior league. And I was 19 coming in. So, you know, I'd, I'd been in the league since I was six, 16. I've been now playing junior since 14. So people knew that part of my thing by that point, you know, it's like my sixth year out west is – you know, loosey goosey in the room, get the boys going. So the coach calls me, he's like T-Bone or Newfie. They call me then Newfie. We, we got to get, uh, we, we, we got to get the boys going. And he said, like, when you get to the rink today, I just want, want something. And he said, maybe dedicate the game to somebody, I, I, you know, kind of thing to get everybody loose. So I didn't know what to do. So I met BJ, um, at BJ young there, you know, that story, um, uh, rest in peace, BJ. But I met him at the mall on the north side in Red Deer. So we we met there. We we always used to get the uh, the stir fry. I forget the name of the place. It's still there though, food court and everything. So we we go there, and then there was a pet store in the mall. So I was going through, and I said, BJ, I got no idea. Usually I have like a funky outfit or something. Or if he said that, I if the coach asked me to get the boys going, I'd buy like some crazy outfit usually, or or I had some gimmick or I'd write a poem or something, but it was late. I'm like, I got nothing. I got nothing. So I bought this tarantula and I called him. We, we named him Keith and brought him to the rink and we kind of used it as a mascot. So like for the game, I don't know what I did, man, but like I, and he had venom in him as well. It was fucking crazy. 
but I, I opened them up and I like, I, I like did the, the mantra thing. I'm like, boys, like, you know what? I'm not scared of this. Let's fucking face this fear. I said, I'm going to face my fear. So I took Keith out. I put him on my hand. And I mean, this thing would bite had venom. I just, whatever. I was in the moment. I was in the moment. I never did it after that. And I didn't know he had venom in him until I went back to the fucking pet store. And buddy told me, I was like, why didn't you de-venomize him for fuck's sake? So anyway, now the year ended. We, lo- we lose with great time. I take him across Canada with me. So my buddy, uh, Smitty, Mike Smith, um, from Mount Pearl, one of my oldest friends, he was living in Banff. So he waited to the and Robbie Squires. So it was, uh, my good buddy, and Gary Clark, actually, all the and Kenny Bulger. Jesus, I forgot. As he, I could tell you 10 stories now, and I just, that I thought I had forgotten. <laughs> anyway, the boy, geez, Paul Carey, they were all out there. So, Smitty says, well, I'll drive across Canada with you because they had to, you know, they got to get your way home. So usually that's a plane ticket to Newfoundland, but not always. If I'm driving, they got to pay for your gas. So I loved driving across more often than not. I drove across the country when it came to the end of the year. I absolutely love that. I still do. So it took my time, too. So Smitty says, yeah, jump in. So we me, Smitty and Keith packed up my car. It was it was actually a uh, F-150. I bought an F-150 out there, brand new. And we souped it up, too. It was, it was, it was funny looking. It was, a, yeah, anyway. Um, we drove it across Canada. I get here. I My parents, I'm living with my parents. My parents are like, no way. We're not, there's no way, no way, no way. But they warmed up to them. I'm like, what are you going to do? It's an animal. And dad's like, okay. And then I used to feed it baby mice. You could feed it insects, but I used to love going out and get the baby mice, feed it. So, I mean, like infantile mice. Uh, and, but anyway, so it became, yeah, it's part of the family now, right? We got Keith. So like a year goes by now, the thing is, it was a real, the heart, the, the very top was like a circle. It was hard to get in and out of. So it was hard to open and it was broken. So I just ripped the top off and I used to put a book. You can see where this is going. I used to put a book on the top. So Keith can't get out, but we'll leave the book there. So now you guys know about Friday nights at seniors, but it used to be Friday nights at seniors and then we'd go downtown. So, we, you know, now senior stays home. I, yeah, I might go down, but we all would go, you know, downtown St. John's about 15 minutes away. George Street's like where to go. It still is. Hasn't changed much that way. So we all were down there one time and you know, like Keith's there. And I'm not going to say once or twice we didn't k- take Keith out. I remember coming back drunk with Smitty one night and and Smitty put him like all over his body and shit. It was that you know whatever kids are drunk what are you going to do so you know point being we were never i was i wasn't immune to being irresponsible with keith but i always knew where keith was so anyway we came back from downtown and whatever it was dad took the book and, it, and he knew the difference but the book was like say the nhl guide and Re- record book but it was like from 1968 or something it was an old old book and it was there because we all knew but dad was loaded. So he came back and he picked up the book and he was talking about players like Eddie Shack and shit that he used to play against. <laughs> anyway, we looked over in the morning. I'm like, where's, where's the top of where's Keith? Keith was gone. And, um, he had like a Keith often. It looked like there was two because he'd like shed their skin. So it happened to be around that time that he shed his skin. So it looked like Keith was in there, but Keith wasn't. So, Anyway, that happened. So then we're like, what the fuck? Keith's gone. Mom freaked out. Everybody freaked out. But it was the beginning of the summer when we lost him. So we just opened all the doors. We're like, you know, the odds are a tarantula will go out, won't it? I mean, I don't know. So we didn't see Keith. I went up to the pet 
No, to, it was to the vet, not the pet store. I went to the vet for some reason. And this was like maybe two years later I went to the vet because we had a dog, Pebbles, that needed something done. I don't know. So as I'm asking, I said, you know, what about a tarantula? And I remember him saying it could live. I, I forget how long. It's only a Google search away, if, if, if only I weren't lazy. But it, I mean, it was like 20 years. It was like way longer than I thought, like an insect, right? It was, this thing can last, you know, it was like as long or longer than a dog. So... I was like, okay, a little bit uneasy, but, you know, Keith's probably outside. There's no way that Keith's inside. Anyway, my buddy Spock, Steve Kelly, uh, maybe like a year after that, like it was three or four years after the last Keith sighting, we were downstairs at my dad's on Friday, and he came running across the floor, just like ever so, but it was clearly, I was like, ah, I just, Spock, my, uh, we just, uh, just absolutely stunned. It ran across the floor fairly fast too i gotta say and just went in like behind the tv and then we couldn't find him and that was the last of keith that was about two yeah that was mid 2000s maybe uh and you know keith's likely dead now but uh i found that funny and it was it ended up being and it was in the newfoundland herald which is uh like a weekly magazine here in newfoundland and I remember that this story was everybody found out about it. And the reason they did is because my mom slept in a tent on, I swear to my mom slept in a tent on the lawn until November that first year. And dad was totally unaffected. He was down there like, well, if it gets me, it's going to get me. But, you know, I'm sure they wouldn't have died with the bite, but it was just a little bit creepy. I mean, might not sound it now, but it certainly was. I was creeped out down there knowing that Keith was around. But mom went out in a tent for months and months and months and dad used to, wasn't bothered at all used to once in a while be nice and like bring her out a bite to eat that was true or that is true that was true and the chaos at the ryan house ryan household continues to be true and uh if nothing else check in check my instagram feed for some new senior uh, stories this weekend he's going to come over for some beers again uh, and when him and Penny Lane get together, actually, it's quite funny. They're, they're, the dad watches the Looney Tunes like on his own, for real. I've, I walked in and he's watching, he buys the DVDs. So him and Penny Lane connect on that level. They're like, when, when the Looney Tunes are on, they're like, he's what, 68? <laughs> She's uh, 10. And uh, it's the meeting ground, the Looney Tunes. Anyway, tune in, yeah, this weekend, because I'm going to post some stuff. Uh, fights, film, and folklore. Oh, uh, well, fight some folklore. If you want a personalized copy, TerryRyan2020 at gmail.com. And listen, I'm on memo now, this memo thing. Uh, I, I wouldn't have believed it unless I saw it with my own eyes, but people pay to give you, like, wish them a happy birthday or whatever. Now, my business so far has been chirps, so a couple people have, you know, my price is $29, I think, you know, without without getting into pricing because I think it's crazy that someone pay, would pay me for that to say whatever, just a personalized video message. Um, but anyway, you know, you can get like Gila Fleur for like $300. So you can get, maybe there's stars and everything. Mine's, the, I think, the lowest there because I'm not a celebrity. <laughs> but I also didn't want to make it like five bucks because I don't have time all day to be out there doing that. But if someone wants it, whatever. But all I did, all I, I was just chirping people. Now, the first people I did it, I, I didn't know what it was. Someone sent me a message. And they're and and I chirped them and I went a bit far, although it's all good now. I, I gave them another one. They liked it, but you know, 
and this wasn't even that far. I don't want to say what it was, though, because I swore to the person I wouldn't. But then anyway, they turned me on to it. They were like, well, you know, there, there, there's a memo deal. And then I looked and uh, website, whatever. Shane Corson's doing it. Darcy Tucker, Jeff O'Neill. A lot of people I played with and against all kinds of more. You know, it's growing by the by the minute. But it's like Cameo, if you've heard of that. It's out of Switzerland, Sweden, I think. But Sweden slash Canada. Uh, I think it's a Swedish Canadian company and lots of, you know, pro hockey players are using it. Now I don't expect to like make a lot of money at this. I'm just saying a lot of people asked me recently to do these videos and I didn't really know what they were getting at. That's what it is. Memo, memo, whatever it is. Memo me, but look me up just a player search, whatever. I'm in the hockey section. I think if you'd like to get chirped and um, yeah, that's that. And plates, film and folklore, penny posh, check it out. Penny posh hoodies, 69 99. Go to the website, Women's Wear, Reimagined. It's great. And I'll throw in a uh, signed picture. And if you want a book, lastly, if you want a book for this week, if you get to me in the next week, I'll give you a picture. The reason I say that is because a bunch, I just found a bunch of pictures from Tri-Cities when I went last year and they honored my number. They didn't retire it. They had top 30 players ever. So they had, I think they brought most of the guys in to drop a puck on one particular date. I did that, but anyway, they, they have a bunch of these pictures from back when I played. They're great action shots. And what else am I going to do, really? So if you order a book um, in the next week, I'll throw in a picture. How's that? Uh, and a couple of bookmarks. Okay, terryryan2020 at gmail.com if you want one of those. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Wedgwood Cafe, check it out if you're in town. And uh, Green Sleeves, TJ's Pub. Always a good time at TJ's Pub. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you real soon. One a week coming from here on in. Happy New Year.